Hello, and welcome to Law, the Universe, and Everything. I'm your host, Pacifico Soldati. The show explores topics from law and business to consciousness, spirituality, and everything in between. We feature accomplished leaders across many fields to help you get more out of your life. You can learn more and stay up to date at theluepodcast.com. If you're not familiar with my background, I'm a helper, parent, marketer, attorney outlaw, certified mediator, story brand guide, omnist, yoga teacher, and a former paratrooper and award-winning army chef at the 82nd Airborne Division and U.S. Army Special Operations Command. I'm the founder and CEO of the Soldati Group, a marketing agency helping startups, small businesses, and law firms leverage the power of story to grow their businesses. Law, Universe, and Everything is a production of the Soldati Group. All opinions expressed by the hosts and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the Soldati Group or guest employers. This podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only, and these discussions do not constitute legal or investment advice. Today's episode is brought to you by MarketingForAttorneys.com, helping attorneys and law firms clarify and upgrade their marketing and messaging to help grow their firms while reducing reliance on pay-per-click advertising. Visit MarketingForAttorneys.com to book your free consultation today. My guest today is David Chase. David has over 40 years experience in the business world. 35 of those years were spent as a manufacturer's representative in the furniture industry. And for the last 10 years, David has focused on his passion of helping people get out of debt to create long lasting wealth. Welcome to the show, David. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much, Pacifica, for having me. Really a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so glad to have you. So I'd love to just jump right in. Let's talk, what are some of the most common mistakes that people make with personal finance? Personal finance, let's see. Everybody, we all were taught to jump into our retirement funds through a 401k, a 403b, a regular IRA. And we were always told to defer our taxes for years and years. What happens when you go to retire and you've saved all that money? You go to pay taxes. And in this country, I really believe sincerely that taxes are going to go up. So when it's time to take that money, it's going to be taxed and it's not going to be taxed easily. In fact, if you go to some grocery stores and some other places, you'll see older people bagging groceries, doing other kind of jobs because they ran out of money after they retired. It's not a great thing to do to be in your mid to late 70s or early 80s and have to do that just to be able to eat and pay your bills and pay for your medicine. But there's a better way that most people don't know, Pacifico. They don't understand it because they're never taught. One of my biggest things that I teach is financial literacy because in this country, it's poor. Nobody's fault. People were never taught in school. It's one of the biggest debacles that this country has let people down. People need to know financial literacy. People know need to know how money works and to be able to protect themselves and grow wealth. And if you can qualify, there's tax-free retirement plans out there and you can never lose your money. That's the key. I'm into safety with money, putting money away in a safe place for tax-free growth. And when you go to pull your money out, it's all tax-free. That's the education that I give people. So what is you? what do you see as the big things holding people back from getting out of debt and building wealth? Let's talk about debt first, because that's another crisis in this country. And, and if you don't know it and don't realize it, people use their homes every four and a half years to refinance their money, refinance their home. 
And everybody says, oh, I'm getting a better deal. Look at the payment I'm saving. It's just, I'm saving so much money and it's just a better deal for me. And I'm saving money. You're really not. People who never look at an amortization sheet. I'm not sure you're aware of it, sir. If you really study an amortization sheet on a 30-year mortgage, even if it's a 2%, look at first 15 to 17 years. You're looking at 50, 60, 70% interest. It's all front-loaded. So what are we doing to ourselves? We keep digging ourselves deeper into the banks, into the mortgage companies who say, hey, come on in. The water's fine. Come and refinance, remortgage your home, pull cash out, lower your payment. I make it very simple to understand because it's only different than a car payment. Most people walk in to buy a car and the first thing the salesperson asks you is, what's the monthly payment you want to have? Well, of course, we all bite into it. So we say $375 a month. That's what I want to do. And they'll come back to you with a car that you like and they'll say, well, you know, we got it close. We're four and a quarter. It's over these many years. You don't want to pay it. So they go back and rework the deal and they come up with $381.40. So they're $6 away. But how do they do that? It's not magic. You're going to pay for it longer and you're going to pay them more interest dollars. There's no way to keep doing this over and over again. That's the biggest mistake people make. They want to know what their payment is. We're all driven in this country. What's my payment? It's really not the way to eradicate interest dollars at all. And to be debt-free, we can free you up thousands of dollars a month that go to the banks just to them interest only that belong to you, that you can create your own retirement fund. You don't have to be slaves to the banks. You don't have to be slaves to the credit card companies. You don't have to be. There is a better way. What do you see as the worst forms of debt that people take on? Worst forms of debt are remortgaging over and over again. Credit card debt. What do we get in the savings account and checking account? 0.1%. What do they charge you on your credit cards? 17.99, 24.99. Who's making money? Certainly not us. Certainly the banks. Certainly the credit card companies. If you look around in your city, your local city, or even your local smaller town, who's the biggest shining building in the area? It's always the banks know how to move money at a certain time of month to be able to make profit. As a matter of fact, Pacifico, at nighttime, they sweep our savings account and checking account clean while we're sleeping. They invest it overnight and they put it back in your account. And all along, they're making money on your money. There's a better way. It's time to fight back. There's a better way to do things. There's a better way to learn how to protect yourself. There's a better way to have an emergency fund. Go back to that that back for a second. Look at the pandemic when it first hit. How many people were out of money in the first two weeks? Everybody you knew. Mostly everybody. So if you don't have a three to six month emergency fund, it's the most important thing about financial literacy. There are seven building blocks of financial literacy, and that is a dramatic one that you must have. The debt issue is, well, credit card debt, car payment debt, student loan debt. It goes on and on. People don't know which to pay first, don't know how to get out from underneath it. So they're stuck, and they keep revolving themselves in this endless circle, using their home, paying off their credit cards, going back to paying all that high interest dollars, not percent, 
high interest dollars on the front end. I think that's the worst thing that people could do. Keep using their property, keep refinancing and remortgaging, and keep going back over and over again and producing all those front-loaded interest dollars that you, look, you never get to your equity. Do you realize it almost takes 21 years to break even on a 30-year home, a 30-year mortgage? 21 years. And you're going to pay almost three times the amount of money just to break even. Actually, some people who spend 30 years paying their mortgage off diligently actually spend more money in interest dollars than they do at the price of the home. That's the biggest thing. So what are your favorite strategies and techniques to help people get out of debt and stay out of debt? First, I believe getting out of debt to free free income, so you income that you can use for yourselves and your family to create wealth. I represent a company that's got software with millions of lines of code and algorithms, almost like the GPS, probably just like the GPS in your car. And it will get you to the fastest way to zero. As I mentioned before, Pacifico, everything is about time and money and moving a certain amount of money at a certain time of the month to eradicate every interest dollar to the penny that month. This is the greatest financial tool. Actually, we'll call it a digital financial tool that you can use for three things. Getting out of debt. What if you're a real estate investor? What if you want to grab more equity at the beginning so you can leverage that equity to buy more property? You have this tool in your fingertips for the rest of your life to always make prudent financial decisions for you. Is it a smart move to do this right now? When would it be a smart move? And to the point that it always gives you, just like the GPS in your car, when things go change, you make some changes, it recalculates in 10 seconds and actually gives you the month the date and the year you are completely out of debt, or it will show you a spreadsheet to show you how much equity you can gain in your first five years. Some people want to use their equity to build wealth, whatever they want to do. But let's stop this merry-go-round of craziness. And again, it's nobody's fault. This is what's been taught to everybody. Keep refinancing, keep getting a better deal. It's not a better deal. What would it mean to people to have an extra thousand, twelve hundred a month of interest dollars that go to the bank, go to your pocket to be able to create wealth over time, to be able to understand the rule of 72, which most people don't know. The wealthy know because they're taught. I'm on my mission. That's a mission of mine is to help people, one American family at a time, move forward, change the way they think change their mentality because it's a mindset. I will tell you, Pacifico, it is a mindset because we are so conditioned to do it the way they tell us to do it. Enough's enough. Let's learn. Let's bank like the banks bank. And this digital tool will teach you step by step how the banks bank. And now you beat the bank at their game. And what is this digital tool called and where can our listeners find it? The tool is called the MoneyMax account. You can certainly give me a call if you'd like. If you'd like my phone number and my email address, I can show you videos. I have PowerPoints to show you how it works. 
And I always offer people a free analysis. There is no obligation at any time to the potential client. If they don't think that this can work for them, we end as friends. If I don't think I can help them, if it does, there's not enough there for them to help them, then I'm going to tell them the same and we end as friends. But the majority of people who run their numbers don't even know where they are financially specifically. They don't. So yes, you can email me at dchase43 at gmail.com because I'm independent. And or if you care, you can call me at 949-466-3304. Let's have a conversation. Let me learn. Let me learn what you need, what you're trying to accomplish, and see if there's any way we can help you. I'll educate you. I'll teach you. It's a 45-minute free consultation by me. And if it makes sense for both of us to move forward for the next one, you, you I send you a worksheet. I don't want it back. You put everything what's coming in, what goes out to the penny, what comes into the penny. We'll run your free analysis. And let's see where you end up. Look, I, I can give you an example, Pacifico, if you'd like. Sure. I just helped a gentleman, and I don't use names because it's not polite. He's a real estate investor. He's got four pieces of property, rents three, lives in one. So rental income is part of his income. Plus, he's an entrepreneur, so he has an income from that. He said, yeah, I want to learn how to do this. I said, I want to see what happens. So we put all of his numbers in. I sent him the worksheet. I opened up a Zoom meeting like I do. We, start, we started filling everything into the MoneyMax account. And then we ran a live presentation. What do we help him with? Let's see. If he continues to pay the way the bank wants him to pay, it's 23.7 years to go to pay off everything. Totally debt-free and have nice streams of income. But after we ran his MoneyMax, how about 7.2 years? How about saving him three quarters of a million dollars of interest? Is that significant? How about gaining more equity in the next couple of years to be able to leverage to buy another piece of property? All of that is so significant to him. He just went, oh my God, this is an amazing tool. And I said, and we teach you how to use it. We just don't say, here it is, good luck. We teach you and you get unlimited coaching for 90 minutes at a time. So it's an amazing tool. That's what I can tell you what happens and how, how it works. It is how it works. People are like, how does this work? How does your computer work? I don't know. I just use it. How's your car work? I don't know. You just get in and drive it. Make sure the brakes are good. Make sure your tires are good. Make sure your tune-up. It's the same thing. Learn to drive this. And it's friendly and it's easy. And we'll teach you to drive it so you're completely comfortable. And this company now has eradicated almost $2.3 billion worth of interest for clients out there in this country. Wow. That's a great stat. Pretty incredible. Yes. So that's what I believe that we can do to help people. And the most important thing I ask people when I first meet them is, do you believe in technology? Because if you don't even believe in technology, what's the, what's the even point of moving forward? I mean, I hear people, I can do this myself. Okay, good luck. You ever go get your spreadsheet out and you might be able to put it together the first time. You might have all your numbers perfectly, but I did a study that all Google spreadsheets, probably 30% of them are wrong. People don't know really what they're doing. They use the wrong formula. They do whatever they're using. It's not right. So that's number one. They don't use it properly. And number two, the most important thing is 
life changes, doesn't it, Pacifica? Absolutely. What if if something happens to you? What if you need to spend $3,000 on some emergency? Well, you plug it in. And in 10 seconds, it'll tell you. If you do that on your spreadsheet, Pacifico, you got to change every number. It'll take you six to eight hours. You can do it. But then again, you won't know exactly the time of the month to the penny to eradicate every interest dollar to the penny that month. People throw extra money on their on their mortgage. Some people don't even tell the, the bank or the mortgage company is this should be on principal only. And the bank just takes it and applies all the interest to them and gives you a little bit of equity. But do you know the exact month, that day of the month? Do you know the exact amount of money to the penny? No, nobody could. Nobody, no human being and in my world, look, I'm a, I'm, an, I'm a young 67-year-old guy. I believe in technology. It's quicker. It's faster. And it helps. MoneyMax will always give you a prudent financial decision no matter where you are and what you need, whether it's a vacation, buying tires, buying another car, whatever it is. You just put those numbers in, and in 10 seconds, you'll know. Wow. Seems amazing. It quite is. It's fun when I talk to people all the time. I enjoy it. I enjoy it dramatically because people need the help. They just truly need the help. And that's what our company does. Look, I own my own business inside of this company. That's what I do. Anybody can. A lot of my clients come into the business because they want to help people. That's why I'm looking. I also look for business partners that really are selfless, that want to help people and take care of their business. You do earn money by doing it. I'm not going to hide from that. Look, if you're willing to help people and not worried about the dollars coming in, because I've learned a long time ago, the more people you help, the more people you take care of in the proper manner, money just shows up. I don't ever worry about it. It just happens. Mm, Totally agree. So, David, how can people use different financial instruments for their best benefit to start building wealth? Look. There's one version if you're younger, because you have the time to be able to build money. It's called the rule of 72. The rule of 72 is very simple. 72 divided by the interest that you earn equals the number of years your money doubles. Most people, that's Albert Einstein's equation. So there is a vehicle out there, which people don't even know about, called an indexed universal life insurance plan. Yes, you get a death benefit. It's tax-free. If some of you pass away, but it's like a savings account. And when I use the word index, you can never lose a penny. The stock market goes down. And look, we've had unprecedented times in the stock market in the last, since 2009. But how many people can wait, remember 2008 and 9 when they lost 40% of their portfolio? Just like that overnight. The people who had an index universal didn't lose a penny. They kept their principal and they kept their gains. So they never lost a penny and their cash value is huge right now. And now you can take that money. The other caveat of that is all the other plans, you have to wait till you're 59 and a half to take your money out. You don't have to wait now. You take your money anytime you want. You don't have to take it all. You can let it continue to grow. There is no penalty. There is no interest, and excuse me, there is no taxes, 
and it's all tax-free growth. Now, for the older people like me, who may not qualify, there's an indexed annuity, and it's as safe can be. You can't lose money. You have tax-free gains on all your money. There is no probate, period. And properly put together, you can create income that you cannot outlive. And I make that statement with strength. Again, I'll go back to what we talked earlier about Pacifico. People ran out of money. People my age are not afraid of dying. We're afraid of running out of money before we die. What do we do? And now the world's changing so much. Do you really think in five years there's going to be somebody bagging groceries? I don't think so. It's going to be some automated robot or something different because you're not going to be there. Cashier's jobs are going away because of technology. The whole economy is beginning to shift into this digital AI world with robotics. So where are we going to be? And where are you going to be with your Social Security? Social Security wasn't meant to retire on. It's, it's a supplement. When I talk about retirement, I talk about streams of income coming from different places. That's the key to having enough money to live as long as, because well, we are living longer, and to have the money to sustain your life without having to do what you need to do just to survive. It's a better way. It's a so much better way for people. And I'll take my time. I will absolutely educate per, one person at a time like I've been doing. I get a great satisfaction when I see a smile on somebody's face. When it's all put together, everything's in its place, and they know what they can rely on. That's the biggest, that's the biggest happiness for me. So what's one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? And feel free to interpret investments as broadly as you like. Investment, investments I ever made? Real estate will always be a good investment if you do it properly because real estate appreciates. That's a good That's a good debt, but use your debt correctly. Don't keep refinancing. Get out of it. Pay for it or get your equity. So if you want to buy a bigger home, you can leverage that equity quicker, quick as quickly or quicker. That's a great investment. You know, when you invest in, in a thing that appreciates, that's a good investment. Look, you can invest your money in the stock market. Who knows? I don't know. I have no idea what the next crash is going to be. And it won't be a crash, but an adjustment. So do you want to put your money in all that? Some people say, yeah, I'm young enough. I can recover. Good. And remember, the money you make in the stock market has got capital gains tax. So at the end of the day, I was never taught to do an IUL. I was never taught to do an indexed annuity back in the day. So I'm going to share a quick story with you because I'm going to tie one more important thing into this thing. I was age 52. Yes, I was a furniture rep. And yes, I did extremely well. And I, everybody said, David, have a set plan, self-employment pension fund. You could put up to 15% of your income away. Reduce your taxes. So year after year, month after month, I just socked money into that thing. Reduced my taxes. I did very well in the furniture business back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s till that ended. Now I'm age 52. My dad passed away. My mom needs help and has no money. 
I'm going to give you a big example. I had X amount of money laying in that SEP fund. I'm 52. I needed the money. I had to take care of my mom. I lost 40 cents on every dollar coming out of there between taxes and penalty. Had I been taught the other way, I could have taken little bits at a time out of there and the money would have kept growing. And the best part of it is I could have paid myself back all that money at 0% or never paid myself back and it would have come off my death benefit somewhere 40 years, 30, 40 years down the road. And at that point, who cares? So there are so many ways. I, I really believe an IUL is one of the best investments you can have. It's safe money. And I believe for people my age, an indexed annuity is one of the safest places to put your money. And you go to sleep at night. Listen, my clients, the beautiful part for me is I go to sleep every night knowing that my clients can never lose a penny. That's one of the greatest feelings in the world, no matter what happens. And it's tax-free growth. So if you compare it to what you're comparing in the stock market and have to pay capital gains on the gains you have in the stock market, where I'm giving you tax-free growth, it's going to even out about the same. But the difference is, and the stock market goes down, you don't lose any money. And the stock market goes down, you lose money. David, how has a failure or an apparent failure set you up for later success? And do you have a favorite failure? Oh, have I failed? Listen, that's, I don't call it a failure. And I don't call it a mistake. I call it lessons in life over and over again. We all go through ups and downs and ins and outs and above. And we all think we're making the right move. We do our best to make the right move. And yet sometimes it comes back to haunt us and it, it wasn't the right move. I always try to learn from that. I've learned, look, back in my youth, my dad and I, my dad was in the discount clothing business and, and the business in the 70s before any discounters were around. We had all these people. We could get really good deals from high-end designer clothing. I wanted to open up a retail store back in the 70s, calling it Labels for Less. My dad, thinking he's the older generation, the department stores won't you let you do that. This won't let you do that. And I'm like, Dad, it's all free. Guess what? Look what happened. Look at how many discount clothing stores came out two to three years afterwards. Was that a big mistake? Are you kidding? I could have been the first person in this country in the discount women's clothing designer business. But that's a mistake, isn't it? But you know what? You live and learn. You just regroup. Other things I made in life, look, I, I sold furniture on the road to many stores, and I watched many of these stores who are no longer here make mistakes. I watched them for years. Not only were my customers, clients, they were my friends. You build up relationships with people when you see them once a month for 35 years, or some even the more important bigger stores, when you see them every two weeks. You have great personal relationships with people. And things were changing back then, but they didn't listen. Why am I out of the furniture business? Let's see. 10 years ago, I left it at age 57. Why? Furniture was now being made overseas, no longer made in this country. It took 90 days to get. My commission rate was in half. My expenses were up and family businesses were closing left and right. What an, and I, I, here's another big mistake. I hung on for five years too long. 
because I wouldn't leave it. We all have a comfort zone. Do you agree with me, Pacifico? We all have a comfort zone. Sure. And none of us like to get out of our comfort zone. The human being hates change. We fear change. Listen, I live by this mantra. You either accept change or you will be run over it. And if, it's, if that's not a true statement, then go look at Blockbuster and go look at Sears. My lifetime. Sears Roebuck, gone forever. Who would have thought that when I was a child or even an adult, a young adult? The largest retailer in the country. Change. That's what I try to do when I do business with people. Accept the change. Accept the technology. It will make you learn and get out of your comfort zone. If you stay in your comfort zone, you don't grow. That I do know. And here I am at the ripe old age or ripe young age at 67, and I continue to learn because I thirst the knowledge. Could I retire? Probably never. What do you do every day? When I talked about my mom. It was Alzheimer's and dementia. She stopped thinking after my dad passed away. And seven years later, it caught up with her and she couldn't remember me, what time of day it was. She had no idea where she was half the time. So I'm never going to retire unless I can't talk, think, and be able to tell people, why would I retire? What do you do? Pandemic has taught me one big thing. What do you do every day? I can't watch TV every day. I can't look at the news from all different problems and, and try to decipher who's telling me the truth. All I want to do is work, help people, enjoy my life, let them have a debt-free life to create great wealth, and avoid some of the pitfalls that I, because I can share my experiences with people. I lived them. What better way to share experiences when you've lived them? They're real. There's no making up anything. This is all factual statements that occurred in my lifetime. And if I can help somebody have an edge to be able to avoid it or learn how to use it and understand it, like I said, it's a lesson, and put it behind you and move in the right direction, my day's been made. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I can't imagine like actually retiring and just sitting around every day. It seems like so boring. I'd much rather be out there helping people, working in some way, and really just crafting a life where for the next 50 years, you can do it all, right? You can have your leisure time, you can travel, and, and you can work from anywhere in the world. And that's definitely a better pursuit from my perspective than just grinding it out for 60, 80 hours a week for another 40 years, only to retire for maybe 10 or 20 years when you're not really in the prime of your life anymore. And then that's when you're trying to like pack it all in, I'd rather do it the whole time. Absolutely. Look, like I said, I'm 67. I turned 67 May 11. I don't feel it. I try to keep a young spirit. My, old, my son's only 28. There's four decades between us, but I always learn from him because the world's changed. Even the world's changed. When I was 28, what kind of computer did we have? The size of a building for God's <laughs> sakes. Did we have a fax machine? Did we have, listen, what I've seen in my lifetime and the trend changes, let's just talk about the last 20 years. The changes in the last 20 years. What do you think is going to happen in the next five? Oh, yeah, this decade is going to be pretty wild. I don't think most people are prepared for what we're about to see. They're not. Look, I originally came, come from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, my great hometown, where I spent 57 years of my life, and I loved it there with great people. I just got tired of winter. No more snow for this guy. I live in Southern California. I live in the desert. I can go to the beach for two hours, and I am going this summer because 
I'm not going to live in 115 degrees like I did last summer every day for God knows over 100 days. It's enough. But I can work from anywhere. I can travel this world. If I have an appointment, what do I need? An internet, my laptop, my Zoom, my, com my computer, and my microphone? And I can help people. You're talking to an old road warrior, remember, everybody. 35 years on the road, 60,000 miles a year. That's over two months. And how many hours of my life did I waste when I call windshield time? I mean, there's endless driving. Yeah, back then, that's all we had. It was fun. It was great. You drive to your friends, make money, and sell furniture and have a good time. Again, everything is changing. And what's going to, you say 10 years in this decade? Pacifico, what's going to happen in the next five years? As I tell you, I'm from Pittsburgh, and Carnegie Mellon University is the robotic capital of the world. Been making robots for over 40 years now. You have no idea what's coming down the pike in the next. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we get those hints from like Boston Dynamics all the time. You've got a breakdancing robot or doing flips or you got the dogs out and everything. So, yeah, once you start putting like human avatars on them and everything, get into that sort of Westworld type of range. It's going to be uh, pretty interesting. We're going there, my friend. And look, the robots are going to be building walls instead of people. They can do it faster. And again, I keep saying to everybody. And, and, and this isn't political. This is just a fact. The economy in this country is going to change completely. Whether you like it or not, it is. Be prepared for it. Look at all, just, just by looking at all the cars that are coming out that are electric. Every car manufacturer, what are they doing? Building electric cars. That's the future. And it's now. And they're going to be building these stations and they're you know, charging stations and they're also look batteries are going to get smaller they're going to be more powerful you'll be able to go five four five six hundred miles on a charge and those smaller batteries will charge half half the time to charge them and that's all going to come it's amazon's committed to no carbon footprint you you at ups just now is doing the same thing it's all going that way coal's gone Oil has its day. It's going to have its day. It'll never be extinct. Look at the price of oil right now. And it's not because of anything, but they're raising the price because they know their days are numbered. They know it. Exxon's jumping into the electric field because they know what's coming. Coal's gone, everybody. It's not coming back. Remember, I'm from Pittsburgh. I traveled West Virginia where it was coal country back in the day. Big time. They have, what do they have left? Nobody digs coal anymore. That's done. So why I talk about when I first meet people about, do you believe in technology? Do you believe in change? It all revs back to that MoneyMax account because there is nothing like this in the world today. It is your GPS financial tool that will get you from point A to point B, wherever you want to go, the fastest way. And not humanly possible, inhumanly possible, because it's technology. That's what it's about. Use the technology. Use the artificial intelligence. That's what it's coming for. Don't be afraid of it. We're going to learn to use it. I certainly am. Look, I got lots of my friends who are retired, and they don't know how to this, and they don't know how to do that. And I said, well, you, you better just understand and get the basics because in a year or two, if you don't learn this part, you're never going to get the next part. I've been blessed. I've been digital now for five years. So 
I'm into it. I love it. Awesome. David, what are one to three books that have greatly influenced your life? Number one is How Money Works, Stop Being a Sucker. That's out right now. That's a book I send out to people. Jimmy Valvano, who was the head coach of North Carolina State, who died of cancer and gave this incredible speech two months before he died. I've read his books about never giving up. I don't give up. I just roll up my sleeves and go do another thing. And then the other one is to help people. Look, I'm, I'm in the financial world, the tax free, tax free Retirement Plan by Patrick C. Kelly. Those are the three things. As an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur life is not always happy. It has its burns. It has its crashes. But this 12-minute video, and you can go to YouTube and watch it, of the Jimmy Balbano SB speech in 1993, the year my son was born, about never giving up, a man was dying of cancer. He died two months afterwards. It's a speech I will never forget in my lifetime. It is one of the greatest inspirational speeches in the world. And the other two books that have changed my life and changed my friends and people's lives is Tax Free Retirement Plan by Patrick C. Kelly. And do you know how money works? Stop being a sucker. That's a brand new book that's been out for about a year and a half. I always provide my clients with copies of them for free. Again, it's 123 pages. It's built for a ninth grade education to read. And that's not a slam because most financial books are so intricate that people don't even understand them and they put them down. This is easy reading. That's what it's for, to give you a grasp of what you need to learn to become financially literate and get yourself on a better path and a better way. Awesome. I'll have to check those out and uh, we'll include them in the show notes as well. So all our listeners can take part as well. Much appreciated. So David, if you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, what would it say and why? Learn how to get debt free immediately. Why? Because here's what I tell people. If I can show you how to get out of debt in as little as one half to one third the time, without refinancing, without reconstructing any loans, and without changing your current lifestyle, how many hands do you think they're going to raise when I ask that question? It's amazing. I put that billboard on, I put that billboard neon flashing, learn how to get out of debt now. No, I I can't say any more on the billboard. Once the conversation starts... (laughs) It's going to be free. It's all the education's free. Why would you want to learn? Even if you don't move forward, at least learn. I can only bring the, I can, look, it's the old saying, there's me being an old guy. You can take a horse to water, but you can't make the horse drink it. And that's just the facts of life. I do my very best to educate each individual prospective client. And look, once I have a client, it's not goodbye. I'm here for you. It's a long-lasting relationship that I keep with people because it's important. You need to know somebody's there. It's got your back. Got a problem. Got an issue. How do I work it out? Okay, I'm here for you. Look, the biggest thing in the world right now is money on the move from my generation, the baby boomers, and how they're going to transfer their wealth to the next generation. Move your money so you mitigate your taxes. Or move it so your children have money for tax-free money. 
or think about moving it because you can attach a long-term care benefit to both of products that I talked about as a rider and people my age. Look, I'm not here to, to frighten anybody, but the facts are 70% of people over 65 will need some help. You don't have to be in a nursing home. Don't have to be in assisted living. You can be at home and you that money will get provided for you to take to pay that person or people to help take care of you. That's one of the most important things I could tell people. And I'll leave it with this statement because I don't want to scare people. It's not what I do. I ask people, if such an event could ha should happen to you, what are the consequences to the people you invited into your life if an event like that should happen? Do you have a plan? You're talking to a guy that went through it. It's not just the money. The family, the kids fight over it. They Who's doing this? Who's doing that? Make it an easy plan. Create wealth. Protect your health also in your retirement years and live a debt-free life. David, what are some bad recommendations you hear in your profession and area of expertise? Look, look, the life insurance plan, if it's not properly structured, is a bad investment, but it has to be properly instructed with a financial professional like myself. There are bad annuities out there. There are. And 20 years ago, a lot of them were terrible, but now they're not terrible anymore. So that has to be planned out professionally. What I think is one of the worst investments is a 401k. Nobody paid attention to 2008 and 9. Nobody paid attention to 60 Minutes saying, time to retire, the 401k. Nobody paid attention to Time Magazine front cover, time to retire, the 401k. Keep doing it. Why? You could lose money. All taxable when you get older. Subject to a, a stock market decline. What are we doing? But we're all led. Oh, and the company's going to match it. The company matches it, you're, and, and the fees eat up the company match. So where are you going? Do you want to lose money? What is your what is your what's the word for it? I'm searching specifically. Here's my moment of life at 67. You know <laughs> what, what is your tolerance for losing money? What is your tolerance? Because if it's none, you're in the worst place you could possibly be in. A car is another bad investment. Who buys a new car anymore? People do. Or leasing it. What good is leasing a car? It's renting it. You got to give it back. You have no equity in it. And what's a car? The minute you drive it off the lot, you lose $3,000 right off the $4,000, $5,000, whatever the number is, the more expensive it is. Boom. All of my career in the furniture business, I bought two, three-year-old, 20,000 miles, 25. Let someone else take the hit. Go over the car with a fine-tooth comb. You've got enough things to protect you on the back end now with these cars. Look them up on any website to make sure the car has never been an accident. Let it roll. Save yourself a ton of money. Let someone else eat the front end of that car. That's a depreciating investment. Anything that you buy on time that depreciates is a what? You think that's a good investment? That's the worst kind of investment you can be in. Credit card debt is the worst investment you could be into. Get out of it. You know, I, I, there aren't too many other. And my rule of thumb is if you invest money and it appreciates, even if you have to borrow money to do it, it's a good thing. My rule of my other rule is if you buy something and it's a depreciating asset, it's the worst thing you could do. And people buy depreciating assets all the time and then they borrow money to do it. Well, that's a double edged sword. That's a killer. That's, I didn't know this either. Do you know how many? car payments I paid my entire life before I got smart because I had to get a car every three, four years. 
Now my beautiful thing is I get a car every seven, eight years because I don't care about cars anymore. They get me from here to there. I got to replace a computer for what one one hundredth of the cost of a new car or one fiftieth of the cost. That's my overhead now. So I beg people, look, everybody wants to save money. Everybody wants to get ahead in this world. Everybody wants to live a nice retirement life somewhere down the road. Talk to me. There's a different way. There's a better way. And there's a whole team of me. I have a whole team of people. It can always help you. If I'm too busy, I'll turn you on to one of my business partners. I have aligned myself with some incredible people who are selfless like myself. And when I look for new business partners, that's what I look for. I look for selfless people who want to help people. That's what I look for in people. And I look for someone who said, I've had enough. I want my money. I don't want to give more money to the bank. And you should never have more money in the savings account or checking account than your three or six month emergency fund. You're just losing, you're, you're losing money to inflation, let alone at 0.1%. What are you getting? Get nothing for it. Better places to go with your money. That's another bad investment savings account. CDs are a bad investment anymore. You get nothing for it. Nothing at all. And the banks get rich. That's what they do. Yeah, I think one of the greatest and most unfortunate sort of psyops in personal finance is even attaching the term asset to things like vehicles that are just by and large depreciating. I mean, once in a blue moon, what, like the original Teslas when they first came out, especially in California, if they had a HOV sticker on it, you could buy those. And then the, the used ones were actually worth more than the new ones were because they'd already been through the process. But yeah, by and large, like everyone's just 99% of the time losing money there. But people attach that word asset thinking, oh, this has increasing value of some kind when the opposite is true. And so certainly you can think of, oh, this is an asset that delivers value to me because it helps me take my kids to school. It helps me go on family vacations. But from a purely personal finance perspective, I think it's so destructive to even just use that terminology when really a car is a liability, just like a credit card is. Pacifico, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. You just did. You just did. It is a it's a depreciating look. Even Teslas today, you buy used one, they're fifty, sixty thousand dollars. They're not a hundred. That's already hit that market now. My better half is, is looking at a Tesla right now, 2018, 19. She's looking at it, not buying it yet, but they're not a hundred thousand dollars. They're fifty. So here's Tesla, right? A hundred thousand dollars two years ago. That's now worth fifty, fifty-five thousand dollars. What kind of investment is that? Two years. Yeah. It's almost 50% gone. But that's when you buy it. Because after the first couple of years, that liability doesn't fall that fast anymore. It slows down. It's the first, it's the reverse thing I talked about in, in, in a mortgage. They add all those interest dollars all up front. That's that's what you got to understand as a consumer today. The banks aren't your friend. Your credit card people aren't your friend. Your car dealers aren't your friend. You're your friend. You learn the right way. Learn the educated way. Build yourself a beautiful portfolio. Take care of you and your family. And you live a much better way as you move forward. And never spend more than you make. That's another thing people do all the time. You know what? And I will say one other thing. Pacifico, that 
If there is no discretionary income, I can't help anybody. If you're upside down every month, there's nothing I can do to help you. But this program, this software, if you have at least $100 a month discretionary income, it'll help you. Also, when I do numbers with people are paying three, two, three hundred dollars a month for cable TV. What if you could go digital and make that payment a hundred? Do you know what two hundred dollars a month savings could be off of that to be able to eradicate debt? It could take off three, four, five, six years of your debt. The only way to find out is do a free analysis. See what happens. See the magic of this. It's not magic. It's math isn't magic. It's only math on steroids because it's all technology driven. David, this has been such an enlightening and fascinating conversation. And so this brings me to my final question of the day. I'd love to know what's the kindest thing anyone has ever done for you? Wow. The beautiful thing is I, I come from Pittsburgh. I come from a community called Squirrel Hill back in the day. It's still called Squirrel Hill. And I was very fortunate. We were a really small, tight knit community of people. So many people have done so many wonderful things for me. I've had my ups and I've had my downs and whenever I'm down and I've been down, things happen in my life too. My friends always rallied around me and were there for me and I would be there for them. Two or three times in my lifetime, I really had some major issues in my life and all my closest friends. And I'm very blessed when I tell you, my grandfather always taught me if you can count your closest friends on one hand, you're a wealthy man. I'm a wealthy man. I did. Ha I do have that now, but I did. I had more, but some people passed away at an early age. But I was very lucky to have that because that knit group. And look, I've still got friends back in Pittsburgh. I just got off the phone a couple hours ago. My best friend is a doctor back there. We've been friends for 60 years, 60 years of our lives. We've been close friends. You don't replace that. So have kindness thing. Look been a multitude of things, but blessed to have the people who were there for me in my time of need. Those are the kindest things I could have ever happened to me. They were there to support me. They were actually, if, they were, if I needed financial help, they would have done that too. They were there to support me spiritually. They were there to support me financially. They were there to support me. That's what they did for me. I will never forget them. Was it one thing? No, it's a bunch of things. Pacifico. And I'm lucky to have that. Again, all the wealth in the world cannot do two things. It can't help you with your health. And it can't help you have people that surround you that will do anything in the world for you in your time of need. Those are the things that matter to me the most. And that's why I give back the way I do. I love that. It's a great answer. David, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure to get to speak with you. You are a gem and I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. I wish you nothing but success in health and wealth if you decide to go that way also and live your life on your terms. Don't let the government dictate how much taxes you're going to pay. You get in control. Thank you. So Thank much. you so much to all of our listeners for tuning in to today's show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you found us so that others can find it as well. And follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the LUE Podcast or visit our website at theluepodcast.com. And if you'd like to support this show even further, I'd love to invite you to become a patron of the show. For as little as $5 per month, you can help us continue to produce high quality shows with amazing guests like you heard today. 
To become a patron, please visit patreon.com slash the LUE podcast. We look forward to having you tune in next time for the next episode of Law, the Universe, and Everything. I'm Pacifico Soldati, wishing you peace, love, and awesomeness. Yes.